welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast, presented by basketball fan and Hoosier native Mike Gingrich, where practical, no-nonsense resourcing on social media, business marketing, and life is presented, because the adjustments made at halftime help you win the game in the second half. Hey, this is Mike, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. You know, it's all about keeping it practical, keeping it doable, giving you practical things that can help you grow leads and sales online. We're diving into some different topics, and today that topic is the contest code. You want to talk about social media contests and how you can run successful contests, uh, what it takes, and what you need to, to plan, to think through. A lot of people that always say they want to run contests, but then they say that their contests haven't been successful. And, uh, you know, we do a lot with uh, TabSite because that's a contest platform. So today my goal is to break it down, talk about what happens, what the advantages are, how to go about it, and some of those key elements that can help you to have a successful game plan for your contest. Break the code that means that you're just spending time and money and not getting anything valuable out of it and uh, the tips that you need to make it all happen. So with that, I want to dive in. I'm going to fly solo today and talk about this. Of course, I'm going to be you know, keeping track of my notes and, and posting those for you in the podcast episode. But uh, when you get started, it's not just something that you can just roll out and say, hey, we're going to run a contest, put a tweet out, put a Facebook post out. you got to do some background, and uh, you got to do a number of steps along the way. Successful contests take planning, take time, take effort, uh, take a multi-network approach in marketing to be successful. Okay, So let's, uh, let's break those things down. And the first thing I want to talk about is not the contest itself. The first thing I want to talk about is start with the end in mind. What is your end goal okay that's going to be key here too many people they just jump in they want to run a photo contest or they you know run on one of sweepstakes but what's it about so i want you to start with the end in mind what is the end goal that you need and is that more product purchases is it to um, grow your email list is it to develop more qualified leads uh, more in-store traffic if you're a retail location. Is it more website traffic? You know, those are all uh, quality end goals, but you need to know what your end goal is for your contest, okay? So define that, and then now we can plan accordingly when we have that detail nailed down. So the next step, after you know what the end goal is, is to talk about the type of platform that you want to use, okay? What social media network should this be on, or what social media networks, plural, should it be on? And what's going to guide that is where your customers are spending time, where your ideal audience that you're trying to reach is spending time, okay? So if they are, you know, not on Twitter, okay, so maybe Twitter's not going to be important to that. But if it's a demographic that's highly into Instagram and they're spending a lot of time there, and you've been interacting with them there, then that's probably one you want to use. So we need to make sure that we take a look at where your audience is spending time. A lot of companies are running multi-social network campaigns. I just did some consulting. That's where this whole topic came up that I said, hey, I'm finally just going to talk about it and share the details uh, because I get so many questions about it. I was sitting with a, a company and doing some consulting for them, and, you know, they 
uh, we're a manufacturer and looking to reach their audience. And so we talked about what their demographic was. We narrowed that down. We identified that, uh, yes, a contest for them is going to work with uh, Facebook, with Twitter, and with Instagram. It's not going to be that way for everybody, but for them it was going to work. And so by doing that, we're going to run a hashtag contest. And so people are going to enter by using a specific hashtag and, um, you know, take a picture um, and, and submitting that to one of those social networks during that certain time period. So you need to know what contest platforms, what social media platforms you want to use, and you want to define that by where your audience is spending time. So after that, the third thing that I want you to take a look at that's going to be important for you in your contest is what are you going to require them for entry. So requirements to enter. And uh, this is important because it must be simple. The KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. That's going to be highly critical here because uh, the more complicated it is, the more steps it is, the less people you get to enter, the less people that follow through on it. All right. So it must be simple. And simple means it must be mobile friendly to enter as well because um, traffic is mobile these days. You know, it's uh, there's more people on mobile devices than on desktops. And so it's got to be easy to enter, meaning not too many fields, requirements, and it's got to work on a mobile device, all right? Um, the more complex, the less entries. Now, so for contests, what type of contest do you want to have? Do you want a simple sweepstakes where it's name and email address to enter? That's the simplest form. Uh, or, you know, along with that, the, the company that I was working with, it was you know, a specific hashtag, and that was published with a picture to a social media network, those three networks. So that's that's the simplest form. It's not requiring a lot of detail there. Now, the, the next full level up is maybe a photo contest where it's an upload. So they have to upload the photo and submit their name and email address. That can be, um, you know, next level complexity. That's not, not too difficult. It's not asking too much. But beware of having too many fields that we require. I'm saying name and email address, but you know some t companies say, oh, you know, we, we'd really like to have their mailing address, you know, and their phone number. But you need to understand: the more you do those things, the less uh, people enter, the more bailout rates you have. So think about that as you're going through the process. And then the the a further complex level is maybe a video contest. Video is the most um, you know, time intensive because somebody's got to prepare a video and they got to upload a video. They got to link to a video, uh, so video requires more time. So, your contest. Think through the components of it. What's it going to be? Uh, keep it simple. Keep the entry simple. Keep it fluid. Make sure it's mobile friendly. That's going to help you out. Now, uh, the next thing that you need to think through. The fourth thing I think on my list here is the rules. The rules. The privacy. All that type of thing. Don't overlook this. And it's going to be important because you need to define this. It's going to that's going to be helpful to you. You don't want just uh, you know anyone to enter. If, if there's things that you're giving out that you know you don't want a 13 year old to enter that type of thing. So you need to, to define it by your target demographic and you know region. Okay, so there's things to think through. Who can enter? Uh, so geographic boundaries. You want people in the United States. You want people in the United States and Canada. You want people, you know, in Australia. Where, where do you want them to enter? Can they enter from um, Zimbabwe or you know Tanzania? Uh, so is that going to be going to ship something to those? Think through those things. Narrow your boundaries down. Define what that is. The geographic limits. The age limits. Um, 
you know, the, those pieces. And in your rules, you know, I, I want you to think through rules. With TabSat, we give people some, some basic uh, set of rules that they can then customize. You need to think through, is there anything specific for your state that you need to be aware of, you know, or for your country for that matter. And um, I always tell people to, to make sure to note that running contest is not like a democracy, okay, where everyone gets a voice, all right? You want to define it that you are in control uh, of this contest and that you have the final say. Give yourselves broad power to evaluate and to, you know, eliminate contestants if there's suspected fraud, potential fraud, uh, proven fraud, you know, don't just limit yourself to proven fraud, but uh, suspected, you know, because you want to have some power to control it, and you want to have that upfront and clear in your rules. So rules is important. Define who can enter, and your who you define to enter should be reflective of your ideal target audience, so who you want to, to uh, ultimately enter that fits your ideal demographic that we're trying to reach for larger purposes to grow your business, okay? Because it's not just about your contest. It is ultimately about growing your business. That was the fourth one. The fifth one is the runway, okay? The runway. And this is the probably the most common area where people make mistakes. They make the runway too short. Don't make the runway too short. They, they say, hey, you know, can we, can we start this next week? Can we da-da-da? And, um... Yes, you can, but your runway is too short then, and you limit the effectiveness of the contest. So I'm recommending that you have like a three-week runway ahead of time before the contest starts so that you can do adequate promotion. Three weeks is kind of a, a rough target. You might be able to get by with less. You might need a little bit more than that. But that, in my mind, gives you enough time to do the, the due diligence in, in preparation because um, you're going to need some... Uh, you know, imagery, okay? Because if you're going to share this on social media, to even to announce it, you're going to need some, you know, some images of the contest to to promote it. Uh, you're going to need messaging. You know, what is your message? And then you're going to want to get it out in different places, okay? So you know, at a minimum, there's going to be something to go out on your blog, your, you know, your website that talks about the contest. You're going to want to use your email marketing announcing this, okay? Um, you're going to want to use social media, and social media is not just once and done. Remember, you can't just say, "If I share on Facebook, now they know." Okay, you have to think through a, "Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a contest. Stay tuned for more details about that." You know, that's the precursor. That's just a simple message that something's coming. Later on, it's like, "Hey, we're going to have a contest. It's going to be a photo contest. You're going to enter by hashtag, and it's going to start on such and such a date. Look for more information on this date." Okay, that's the next one. And then on that date, you get more information. You let them know, "Hey, the contest is about ready to start." You gotta be thinking through the messaging. There's multiple social media messages that go into it. Maybe, maybe there's in that three-week window, maybe there's two email messages to your audience, that type of thing. And there's one blog post, but there's gonna be a series of social media messages that that kind of warm them up and get them on the progression towards it going live. So, three to four-week window. Plan your imagery. Plan your messaging. Uh, think through those pieces. You might even want to use partners. So for this manufacturer, you know, we enlisted the help of their dealer network for that contest, and and because because ultimately they're trying to sell more of their product. Okay, and their dealers sell their products, so we get them on board to share it. So they had to share to their email list, which is to the public, but they also had to share to their email list, which is to the dealers, and they could talk to the dealers differently, talk to your audiences specifically, how it will benefit them to promote this, and they can enlist them to share it on their social, give them assets for that. That will help it go more viral. It will get out there to that correct 
audience that you want it to get out to. So that was the fifth one. That was um, the runway. Oh, and the last piece I want to add to that, just to take a look at my notes here, is ad targeting. Okay, so you can, particularly on Facebook, I love Facebook ads for this reason, because it's a great starting point to reach your ideal target demographic. Okay, so you can put uh, a Facebook ad out there and identify in the demographics, you know, the region, the age, the interests, uh, you know, other things that they like or, or connected to so you can reach that ideal audience that is not your fan base currently that is not your customer currently I mean you could upload your customer list and do a, a look-alike audience ad uh, but use ads in the promotion to let people know it's coming so it's a, a lot of people make that mistake as well they only do the promotion of the live contest I'm saying get people aware of it ahead of time by running some ads okay so ads is a key part of your runway uh, sixth thing, the prize. I didn't forget about that, and I want to talk about that. And for most of you, it's not going to be an iPad, all right? Because that, that's the most common one. Oh, we're giving away an iPad. You know, not relevant. Not relevant to this manufacturer. Not relevant to the clothing store. Not relevant to the service provider. Okay, um, your prize must be relevant. Relevant to your business. Okay, you don't want to because some. People will enter just for the prize, and if it's an iPad, and they might not have anything to do with your business, but you want the prize to be relevant to your business. For example, Mary, Mari Smith, Mari like Ferrari, uh, is running a contest, and the grand prize is like a business brand makeover uh, that she supervises. So she's going to work with the person personally. So there, there was the pull-in number one. You get to work with Mari. Mari's going to help you. And she's going to, you know, do a brand evaluation and makeover for you, help enhance your brand. And so, so that fits because it's a service connected to things that Mari offers, marketing services, branding pieces there, helping companies sort through that, helping the small business owner, okay? She's got other prizes, second, third, and fourth, and they all connect with her business model. Those things fit, so your prizes must fit with your business model. Uh, you know, a retail establishment, okay, Annie Ann's Pretzels, they, they offer some giveaways, they do some things, a contest, small things like that. And, of course, what's a, what's a common good that you can give away there is some of your goods, some pretzels. Annie Ann's Pretzels is doing a good job of that because it, it's, it's irrelevant. People can enter to win, but it's something that ties them into the company further. It's growing their email list. Well done in their case. So that was the sixth thing. Number seven is the length. Okay, contests cannot be run for massive lengths of time. Our, our attention span is very short on social media, and um, so a contest is no exception to that. You can't run a contest for 30 days and expect to have great momentum maintained. Okay, I'm recommending contests, you know, narrow them down. I think you can run, you know, five day, seven day. You might be able to get 14 day. That's that's tough to keep some momentum going that long, but I'm going to recommend shorter. The, the window of time that they can enter, they can vote, that type of thing. So for this manufacturer, they wanted to get the public's um, entries with a hashtag, and so they're putting window out that's uh, you know about a, a seven-day window when people can enter by the hashtag. So that's the start date of the hashtags uh, valid, and there's an end date when that hashtag is valid, about seven days in there. And then they're doing a little bit of a window 
uh, to get everything ready, all those images from the hashtag ready to be voted on on their website, then they're opening up voting for that and they're running that for like a seven day time period. So they kind of have two windows. One is the entry, one is the voting time period. And I think that one can work uh, because of its two phase, but you're keeping each phase pretty tight on what needs to happen there. So your timing is critical. Don't go too long. Okay. And also, I mean, don't go too short unless it's just a, you're not expecting a lot out of it. Okay. So a, a 24 hour one, you know, you're not giving a lot of people chances to enter based on what they have opportunity to see online, to be aware of it. So you need to be thinking in that multi-day time range. But uh, I think a seven day is a sweet spot for a single contest of sweepstakes, for instance, where it's name and, and email address to enter. Um, you'd like this other contests I've referenced, you know, 14 days can work for that if it's a, a two-phase, you know, an entry time period and a voting time period. So that's the length. And the eighth item in a contest that's going to help you be successful is the communication during the event, okay? Just because it started doesn't mean people are aware of it. You want to be thinking through some Facebook ads, have those ready to go ahead of time that you can deploy during that time period. Uh, think through, again, your emails that need to go out, your email marketing needs to go out, hey, the contest is live, uh, and, and think through a series of those. There's the, hey, it's live, um, hey, we've got a, a, quite a few entries. If you haven't entered yet, you know, make sure you do, and then there's, hey, entry, entry deadline is coming up in you know, 48 hours. Make sure you enter now, uh, and a final one that's uh, letting you know that you know, that's the last eight hours to enter. Make sure you do. Okay, that type of communication can help, and, and to think about your social media messages as well. With that, you want to announce it's live. You want to announce, hey, uh, if you haven't entered yet, make sure you do. Hey, there's only two days left in the contest. Hey, there's only one day left in the contest. Hey, there's only six hours left in the contest. Go through those messages and get those messages out. So communication during is critical to the success of your campaign. Uh, Multi-tiered, again, social media, email marketing. Can you get your partners to do that? Um, having those mechanisms go out. Even if you're not using a platform as part of the contest, you could still use it here. You could create a video about it and have it on YouTube. You know, you're not using YouTube as part of the contest, but use those social media networks to share about the contest. So, and that was kind of the, the wind down. You want to let people know that, hey, there's, you know, a winner's going to be announced. You want to let them know because that's one of the most common questions. When's the winner going to be announced? Is it going to be announced immediately? You're going to have a 24-hour time period, 48-hour time period. Let them know when the winner's going to be announced because you will get asked that question a ton of times. That's part of your wind down communication. Then you want to announce the winner. Again, massive communication blitz there. That might be announced, again, on your website. That might be announced or blog uh, posts um, via your email marketing, via your social media. Okay, you want to be clear about getting that uh, winner announcement out there and and making a big splash about that. That's you know the, kind of the keynote. Celebrate that winner. Celebrate what they won. But you're not done there. You want to keep the momentum going. All those other people that didn't win. What do you have as the plan, the follow up, the key for them? Because this wasn't about just the one person winning. That was 
you know, the, the hook, the entry point for the contest was that one person. But what about all those other people? Those are your leads. Those are the ones you're trying to cultivate into customers. So what is the plan? What is the email marketing follow-up? Hey, you didn't win this, but we are offering this special offer. Da, 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 or, you know, hey, thanks for entering. Here is some, you know, a next step information, a free ebook, you know, whatever that is that's relevant to you. What is that plan? Keep the momentum going. That's the critical part is afterwards, okay? You want to share your winner in social media, but you want to have a plan to follow up with all those that entered and all those that were watching the contest. And, you know, you can do that website custom audiences on Facebook ads again. So anybody that came over and voted, if it was on your website, you can target them with ads. Uh, so those are some key pieces. The keep the momentum going. That was my 11th point. If you're keeping track of those, I'll have all these listed in the show notes. But together, that can help you run a great contest, a social media contest. Now, you can run contests on Facebook. You can do it by hashtag. Those are a little tougher. Okay, uh, You can use our tab site tool to run contests on Facebook that uh, are photo contest uploads or the sweepstakes are all mobile friendly uh, you can use Instagram okay and then you can search by hashtag we have an Instagram contest as well that uh, you can place on your website place on your Facebook page um, if you want to do multi-tier if you want to do Facebook Twitter and Instagram then you need to uh, look for ways to cultivate all those hashtags so so the company that that I'm was working with they're gonna do that you know, it's manually, some of the manual work, because on Facebook, it's not a simple thing to pull images by hashtag. You can look them up. They were going to look up that hashtag by that date range, download those photos to place them onto their website, content where people could vote. So that's going to take some work. Think through the logistics. Do you have the power to do that? For Instagram, you can use a tool. Is it Iconoclast so that you can search by hashtag? and uh, pull them in by date range uh, so that you can see what those are. Like I said, TabSite does offer the ability to sort by hashtag um, as well for that. Twitter, there's multiple tools out there that allow you to see by hashtag. And then, again, how are you going to download, get those images? They were going to do it manually, so you want to think through the work involved. They were going to run that by pulling in all those images, downloading those images, loading those images by the user, onto their website because they want to get traffic to the website and then opening up voting when they had them all there and uh, so that was going to be their method you want to think through those pieces keep that time frame tight uh, don't make the biggest mistake which is not planning enough uh, lead time the runway ahead of time for that those tips will help you run a better social media contest and get some results from that that will help your business that's what I want to talk about today on the Halftime Mike podcast. So if you have questions, come on over to this podcast episode on uh, MikeEnglish.com and leave me a note. I'll be glad to answer those questions that you have further about that. I'll have the items I've mentioned in the show notes, including tab site and uh, other details there. So with that, this is Mike saying, go do something now with information you've been given. Over and out. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Halftime Mike Podcast with Mike Gingrich. Remember, what you do in the second half can change the outcome of the game. Does your business need resourcing, tools, and social media consulting? Then visit MikeGingrich.com. 
Want to have Mike speak at your next event? Visit MikeGingrich.com slash speaking. Join us again for another episode of Halftime Mike, your no-nonsense guide to victory on the court of life.